Welcome to the Slim and Thick Podcast. It's your girls, thick and loving every minute of it. And this is Slim, keeping it light. We're here to talk about current events and be back on our bullshit. So basically, take up space and be a problem. Thank you for joining us as we riff through today's current events with our unique black girl blend of humor and insight. I hope you can sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Hello. Good morning. Read us in, Slim. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Don't cuss. I'm sorry. Anyways. No, let's go. (laughs) Um, Good morning, afternoon, or night to whoever is listening. Thank you for tuning in for another quick bite. Boom, boom, boom. Woo. Tonight, we are talking about black characters. I'm really excited about this, actually. Yes, I'm super excited. This was my first idea for a quick bite, but some technical difficulties made us have to... Technical difficulties. (laughs) (laughs) Technical difficulties in quotation marks. Yeah. Yes. Stuff was happening. Anyway. Stuff was happening. (laughs) We're in the middle of a pandemic. Slim. Yes, we are thick. Yes. We're all stressed out. Yeah. But mostly Slim was stressed out. I was very stressed out. Stuff was happening. And Thick was just like, when are we going to record? And I was like, damn. Give me a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a minute. (laughs) School has been, it's been crazy. Midterms and stuff. I hope you all are doing okay right now because I'm not really sure I'm doing okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we're all stressed out. I know because of the variations of when school started that a lot of people are going to be going on to spring break soon or it's going to be like in the next following weeks or some schools have just decided to not have spring break at all which sucks it's wild to me like some some people yeah some people are just like no we're just gonna power through it and i'm just like power through what i have no power i have no (laughs) nothing i have no motivation i don't even know all the days are just melting together it's just it's a hot mess it's just so much but anyways it's too much it is it is anyways (laughs) after this rant we're gonna get into our episode okay (laughs) (laughs) So today we're going to be focusing on talking about our favorite black characters and whatnot. And then hopefully as we go along in our next quick bite, we're going to kind of go into a more bigger picture of any black TV shows that we used to like, do like right now, and what we hope to see in the future. But to kick us off as our first character is the beloved cyborg from teen titans not teen titans go the original teen titans <laughs> emphasis on teen titans go <laughs> versus teen titans because exactly. apparently slim is beefing with one of them i'm not beefing i just have a <laughs> distinction i was willing to give it a chance and i do watch it i still watch teen titans go but it's not for any active reason like most of the time i just have it on as background noise <laughs> 
to me doing to something to drown else. out the sorrow in my <laughs> in my mind as I'm just sitting there like <laughs> there's there's nothing on these pages. I don't know what to write in this email. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> it's just pretty much that to drown out the sound of that in in my background yes. in in my head. Yes, the internal <laughs> screams that we all have. Oh goodness. Um, but yes, this got I, dark fast. <laughs> I, I usually have it on in the background when I'm doing something else, but just the comparison between the two is a world of a difference. Like the old Teen Titans mm-hmm. had, okay, first of all, it had a storyline, just basic first step for any show. It had a storyline. True. <laughs> Um, whereas with Teen Times Go, there really isn't a storyline. Like, there might be, like, connections between episodes and whatnot, but it's not really for a purpose. It's not for anything to develop. True. The show at all. Yeah. And also, like, with the original Teen Titans, you got to know the characters a lot more. You got the character development. You got the backstories. You got... There's a lot more there was more of a character arc you were developing a, a storyline really yeah. in it it felt like you know all yeah. the episodes connected and you yeah. kind of felt that feeling like oh if i don't watch this one then i'm not gonna know what happened in the last one yeah you know exactly. or the next one and the stuff is not gonna be sequential it's not gonna make sense you exactly. kind of felt that so that's the biggest difference that i see as well as just obviously the characters the characters are so different it's honestly night and day yeah it's just night and day like like how we're talking about cyborg so in the original teen titans you know he's very not necessarily serious all the time but you know he takes some things seriously he does take certain things seriously Mm -hmm. and you see him develop as a character throughout the show as coming to terms with him being half human, half cyborg, and whatnot. So, um, just a little background, just in case you're not with the times and you're not hip. So, oh, the yeah. Teen Titans is, um, a little synopsis of it, is leading the Teen Titans to protect Earth is Robin, formerly Batman's sidekick. He has no special powers, just a utility belt, and is mind to help solve problems. His team members are Starfire, Raven, Cyborg, and Beast Boy. They live together in Titan's Tower, situated in the West Coast Haven, Jump City. Each of them possess unique abilities to help fight a new generation of villains ranging from superpowered hooligans to would-be world conquerors. So they're kind of caught, caught between like age range of like not yet adults but kind of not really young yeah, young adults they're either. Like tweens to teens. Yes. Of. And um, Cyborg is the half-cybernetic, half-man, chief technological expert and one of the five founding members of the Teen Titans. Yes. And yes, he is, for all intents and purposes, in his life before he was, became cybernetic. Yeah. You know, with that backstory, um, he is black. He's a black man. Yeah. And... I think that we all could kind of connect with Cyborg in a very big way throughout the whole series was because he was half man, half 
cyborg or whatever and his trials or the hurdles that he had to overcome was very connectable in some way like some person could find some part of it that they could connect with and i really really love another thing that slim um mentioned because we can just do a twofer in here too as well um is another character a black character that is on t titans that we can mention is bumblebee and bumblebee is a former hive academy student and she's a founding member and leader of the teen titans east so she starts out as a bad guy but then you know she um is then able to switch sides and she actually becomes a hero and she is a black woman you know hips lips and everything which we love to see it afro puffs i love it and uh her alter ego is karen also did Karen which Slim was in love with that love to see it and uh one of the quotes that Slim found was um which you you should say it because you're the one that found it and I love it yes so one of the quotes that I found which I love because in Teen Titans going back to Cyborg really quick he his character is just so he's just lovable character and he's he is who it and is. he's loud and he accepts who he is right which is amazing mm-hmm. and the same thing is with bumblebee bumblebee you know mm-hmm. as a black woman character you know it's hard to kind of find a woman who is just as outgoing just as all of those things but you can still see as a strong woman without it really becoming a negative for her basically yeah she's just as loud she just i love how you kind of put it as like she just shows up in her full self all the time and does what she does and is who she is yes and so in one of the episodes um it was the episode in which she was she met cyborg in the hive academy uh they and it was when she flipped sides to being good she was fighting with cyborg and he was like telling her like no you can't do that and this is her line (laughs) yeah there's not a man alive who can tell me what to do and and i loved it and yeah and she just yeah she just and the same thing with cyborg too it's just they show up do what they want to do but then you also have this the parts of them that you see where they are just hanging out with with the group they're eating or they they go toe for toe and they're competitive they're playing they're fooling around they're laughing they have their nicknames they have the games that they play you know catchphrases like cyborg has booyah and stuff like that but when it's time to show up they show up do the do the work and i think those are amazing for two characters for two black characters especially to be again yes showing up in their full selves and just being their full selves and that like you said yeah not being a negative not being a downside of their personality and if anything i think it does enhance cyborg's character a whole lot because he another thing about him is like he goes on these really great monologues and just one of my favorite favorite ultimate favorite episodes is uh, there's a lot of character development i think with cyborg throughout the entire teen titans the original one not the teen titans go (laughs) but um in the original one i think he he does have a lot to his story arc and development 
and a lot of it centers around him I think trying to come to terms with his powers and what he does and all that type of stuff even though we would think conventionally that you know having these cybernetic powers it would be a plus it would be that yeah you are the ultimate right and in that this episode he goes up against i think it's called his it's called this machine called midas and it turns out that cyborg does have insecurities he feels that you know he was like when i was human I got asked, he was an athlete before, he's like, I, my coaches would ask me to give 110% and I would go out there on that field and I would do it every single time. But now that I am like this, there's this little um, like gadget or device on his arm that beeps every single time that he's reached 100%. And he's like, I can only give 100%. That's it. I can't go beyond that. And you can see his frustration and the struggle to deal with that limitation and to be aware of it. And, you know, (laughs) for all intents and purposes, I think, you know, a black character specifically, it it never really, of course I didn't think this deep. I'm a kid. (laughs) Yeah. Of course a kid. I'm not going to say a kid is going to be thinking this deep, but I do have a new appreciation, I think, for it. I do think kids, we don't give them a lot of credit, but I do think there are certain things that they can take from, from that. Yeah. Where, you know, cyborg was was like i can't fight this person because he's a hundred percent machine so he will destroy me but in in that moment he's also like but you know what you're also half human and that part of you is the part that has no limits that part is the part you can push beyond your limits and use that to your advantage to help your friends and it's just like boom and it's just like you know it's 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 really amazing to watch again and again like cyborg show up again and like we say like show up in his full self and really become his full self every single time and embrace every single part of himself um as a person yeah and even when you were talking to me i didn't even realize um there was that episode with starfire so if you could explain that um um, in season four yeah um episode called truck t-r-o-q uh basically what happened is that they the teen titans went to starfire's home planet and they had this terminology that they were referring to her as truck and they didn't really know what it meant um, so basically what happened in this episode was that Starfire explained to Cyborg in a private moment what truck actually meant, which was it was a derogatory term utilized for people that ran away or uh, were seen as lesser than on her planet. Mm-hmm. And so Cyborg also had this heart to heart with her where he was like, I've been looked down and ridiculed all my life for being different and in the show they said because he's a cyborg but i mean like it could it's because he's black it's just like it's just like yeah i mean like come on he's he's black so, so he's yeah it's like but i mean you know quick wording they use cyborg instead so you know yeah for that but 
I thought that it was really interesting because, you know, as a kid, you don't really think about it. You're right. just like, oh, because he's a cyborg and whatnot. But it's still something that's so subliminal that it's still something that you can take away from that. It's something that you can learn. So, like, yeah. even when I was young and I was watching these episodes and whatnot, I might not be thinking so critically about the characters' motivations, the storyline, all that stuff. But there are still aspects of the show and of the characters that I can remember to this day and that I can learn from. And I think that I still see mm-hmm. in myself today, which is why I kind of <laughs> have an issue with Teen Titans Go because I feel like yeah. a lot of TV shows now on uh, Cartoon, Cartoon Network, Network yeah. is very just, it's just very simplified. Or they watered it down. Yeah, they kind of took out a lot of the more complex aspects um, of it. Aspects of it, yeah, because Teen Titans Go is just kind of more of like bright colors and just like one episode adventures that are just like simple and kind of just like not really motivated by anything. And I feel like the character motivations mm-hmm. aren't there. It's just like they're the Teen Titans. That and, and like the dialogue that you would have and yeah. the backstories and just the development of, okay, these people are growing or developing and, you know, yeah. coming of age. And still with that, you have confusion, you have trauma, you have things that you must deal with or figure out loyalties you have to figure out all that and i do think kids catch on to that in a way though too and i think that's a very crucial age too where you're trying to sort out like what it is that are your values what are what do you believe in what do you really think yeah right and you're forming your identity and in a lot of ways those shows have that too where it's like yeah what is these a lot of these heroes and stuff is like what is my identity what do i stand for who do i stand with and what do i want to do with this with these abilities with power that i get what do i want to do with it yeah Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's just kind of lost yeah teen titans go and whatnot on top of the fact that it's just played all the time on cartoon (laughs) network i feel like it's just kind of utilized so much on cartoon network it's just at like from friggin' 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. Oh, Adult people are Swim just like, is, is Slim only watching Cartoon Network like all day? <laughs> I like Cartoon Network, okay? Like, I was a Cartoon Network person as a kid, but I also watched Nickelodeon. Um, but yeah, I just, I had my favorite shows on Cartoon Network. I know, people look down and they're like, ooh, cartoons. But I, I do think that there is a realm, there is a certain innocence, and there is a certain feeling of nostalgia and stuff that you can connect with cartoons. And yeah. now that I'm looking back and I'm watching some of the old ones, like some of that stuff, they got away with a lot. Yeah. Samurai Jack, uh, Static Shock, I mean, even like what we're talking about with Cyborg and stuff like that. Some of those episodes were a little bit mature. They yeah. had some mature elements in it that we were not anticipating and so we're like what yeah even curse the cowardly dog i was looking at the other day people were like there's some subliminals in there yeah that the uh, the, the, the 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 director and the creator he was talking about stranger danger and some other stuff but he was hiding in 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 the elements of like what a child would understand 
better. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, just wow, because like, a mm-hmm. person can call them, oh, they're just cartoons, doesn't mean mm-hmm. that they still can't be artistically done in a way that has a purpose or conveys a meaning. And I think what what's also really, really cool, though, about that, too, is like, how do we understand things as we're getting older and stuff like that? We're visual creatures. Yeah. And our minds are very complex. And I think the way that we get things can be like I said, like subliminal. It can be just be from receiving something, watching something, and there can be some reason we're connecting with it. And like I said, like there was, I never really considered myself like the whole justice type of person or anything, but like you said, like there are elements to things now that I'm looking back at cartoons and things that I watch. Why did I gravitate towards certain characters? Yeah. Why do I feel this connection to certain types of things? Like, why do I feel so strongly about Teen Titans, the original versus Teen Titans? Go? Like, why? Like, you, you know, you don't really think about it, yeah. but then you're explaining it. And it's like, yes, I feel a certain way because there was something inherently about it that was purposeful like I felt like there was a purpose to it and there was something that really helped shape me and the person that I am today from it even though it was a cartoon I think seeing that and seeing that representation and seeing someone like that um on screen made me feel like yeah I want to show up in my full blackness I want to show up and show out and be that person I have every right to exist fully like that yeah um and weird as a badge of honor and that's that's powerful yeah again maybe i don't explicitly understand Mm -hmm. that as a kid but now it's like it's back there it's back there somewhere and and i think that is powerful too because then we come into our own and then we are able to then hopefully do that for someone else because now we can get into steven universe and um the character of garnet so i am an adult i a fake adult a play (laughs) adult i pretend to be an adult and i remember the first time i saw like the first episode of steven universe i don't know why i and let's just be clear like i don't watch a lot of (laughs) cartoons nowadays okay like i do watch them on occasion like i have watched like like i'll I'll put it on in the background like like you like i'll put it in the background just for enjoyment but for some reason when i first saw the first episode of this i was like something about it just drew me in and i was like i really enjoy this like i cannot yeah i cannot stress (laughs) how much i love this show so much um like the characters the animation the storyline the it's it is absolutely beautiful to me like it's just i love even the music in the show i just love so much and Garnet is literally one of my favorite characters on there. Like, so I love that she's a black woman. Good. I love that Estelle plays the voice. Yes. I love that she sings in the first season at the very end. I love her whole entire number. It gave me life. It gave me her whole backstory, everything about... Okay, so exactly. maybe we should add it. So Steven Universe <laughs> is about <laughs> this boy named Steven. <laughs> yes. And his life as um, his life with the crystal gems who are on earth and they have magical powers and his mother was a crystal gem but she is uh, deceased and he lives with his father who is a human yeah 
and so it's about him coming into his own as half crystal gem half human and just kind of the story that figuring aesthetic. his life out yeah. with that and so the many they, adventures yeah so it's the adventures with pearl who's a crystal gem amethyst and garnet yeah and so garnet is one of the leaders of the crystal gems and yeah. she is so she is like a quick summary of who she is is garnet is a fictional character from the animated series steven universe created by rebecca sugar she is a gem or a fictional alien being that exists as a magical gemstone projecting as a holographic body garnet is known as a fusion i.e two gems combining personalities and appearances as one shared holographic body formed by two gems named ruby and sapphire who choose to remain permanently fused out of love for each other which i think is the most beautiful backstory for any character and it just immediately drew me in and wanting to know more about her but yes she is a woman of color she is black and she is just absolutely amazing and beautiful and just flawless i don't know (laughs) flawless i don't know (laughs) um and we're saying she but i just want to be clear that um i don't think they explicitly use the pronoun she they mostly use her name right Garnet. but they kind of insinuate with a she i don't know if the two um gems sapphire and ruby are gendered or not gendered as female or not female um i it was an assumption on my behalf which i can totally take on with that because so far in the show mm-hmm. i had not seen a a male Fusion. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just that that's for Steven. (laughs) Well, yes, but he's he you just have to watch the show. Like if you don't take anything away from this episode, just please, please give it a chance, watch the show. Like it has just It got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so from from critics. So from that's from like critics and the audience and everything. And they said it was really great for LGBTQIA individuals. So it's 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 just it is and like like um slim said like garnet the way that they're depicted and everything is they are she's kind of stoic yeah cmr i'm saying she already (laughs) um but stoic and 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 everything but just so cool and i just love that they had this family that they had developed and again everyone is entitled to their own emotions their own feelings and yes like slim said like i i think she pointed out something really great about it was that yes like they took the time to develop everyone had their own relationship with um steven's mother and they all you know were coming to terms with her death and figuring out how to overcome that and grieve and then also steven coming into his own as a gem and coming to terms with that plus also being half human and having that human part of him and so it's just it's it's, i think my favorite thing about it is that when you watch the show it doesn't necessarily feel like a show 
if that makes sense. Like, it's not just like, okay, we're just following Steven and everything that he does. Like, it's right. like, we're also going to be following everybody else and their backstory and how they came to be here, as well as their connection with each other. People that are not Steven, they have their everybody own Everybody is a whole person in and exactly. of itself. Exactly. And that's what I love about it, because then it feels like you're in, in a whole world. Even just with Garnet, I did, that was totally, I, yeah. I was just like, I love how it was just like, I'm an entire conversation, and just out of nowhere, it's just like, I'm a fusion, and this is how I choose to be, and I'm different, and I love it, and this is what I choose, and I'm very exactly. proud and unashamed of what I am, and it's just exactly. and so then- bold and so wonderful, and I was just like, this is... Exactly, and the people that I choose to be around care my about family. me and love me the way that and I am. And accept me, yeah. Exactly, and it's, and it's just fantastic. It makes, me, it makes me powerful, and it gives me more power. I just, it I love it. It gives me life. Like this so, yeah, so, so life. if anything, if you're not getting anything from what Slim and I are saying, it's just, it's, give it a try, I love it. Just <laughs> give it a go. It's amazing. Um, so, from, from that... That's what we like now. So maybe you know, and and yeah, like with 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 things like regular show, Adventure Time, and Steven Universe, Teen Titans Go did not have to do what it did. <laughs> they didn't have to leave it. And the Powerpuff Girls reboot, you didn't have to do what you did. So yeah. so you know you can if you can do that, I know you can do it. I know you can. Give I know me you more. can do it. You can you give, me, give me more. Yes. So um, and then just to wrap up let's just finally talk about so where would we like some more black characters to go and i just want to say like slim really kind of hit hit me when she's when she kind of just referenced that she would just like to see black people black entertainment just have black people just living their life having an adventure like not just attached to trauma not just attached to just being a black person but just being black maybe in outer space yes. and you know, without it being like about slavery about oppression about any of yes. that because and, yeah when, because when we were talking about this segment and we were talking about shows that we liked this show came on and i was like oh i forgot that i i watched this show and it's called craig of the creek and i was like you know what like i <laughs> genuinely enjoy this show and i feel like i should talk about it but then it always came with the idea of is like but what makes it so good what makes it so different you know what i mean right so let me read you the quick synopsis of what it is so craig of the creek um in the fictional suburban baltimore slash dc area of herkelton maryland a boy named craig williams and his two friends kelsey piccoli and john paul jp mercer have their many adventures in the titular creek described as a kid utopia of untamed wilderness in which tribes of children reign over tree forts and dirt bike ramps so (laughs) you're like okay sounds like kids but what what is it and I think what I just enjoyed about it most was that I was able to see a, a black kid, a yeah. black man child, man child, <laughs> a black boy child, whatever, <laughs> um, just be a kid. Yeah. Like he didn't have to worry about anything. Like he had a full family at home. He had mm-hmm. his mom and his dad there, his mom 
is a working woman. His dad is a working dad. Um, corporation. His dad is very interested in being in the lives of his children, whether that be through playing video games with them, if that's how they Mm -hmm. connect with playing with their imaginations, all of those things. Um, he has a brother who's super smart, is saving up to go to college and working super hard. He has a little sister that is also super smart and just full of imagination and life. And even Craig himself is just, he's a smart kid. He's great at math. Yeah. And he just goes to school and then goes to the creek. And then, yeah, and then he just gets into hijinks and just exactly. kid stuff coming just of age. kid stuff. He deals with just regular child growing pains yeah and i think that's what i just love about it because i don't have to be thinking about it's like the trauma of his like Uh a single parent household oh his dad is not interested in his life Mm. like oh he's just like skipping school or something like that it's just yeah he's just a kid being a kid and i love it (laughs) (laughs) you love it (laughs) i just yeah and I think, yeah, and I think just in general, I, I would I would love that, too. I would love to just see black, black people being black people in black movies. Exactly. That's it. Just being black, living your life, and then you die. That's all I need. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe some slaying dragons, some saving princesses, some being in outer space, doing some science fiction stuff, being in exactly. a lab. Whatever, you know, and that's cool. I would be fine with that. Um, I would love that. I would love that. Um, but yeah, I think, I think overall, uh, black entertainment just kind of needs a little revive, a little renaissance again, you know, and getting, (laughs) getting us up there with new material, new, I think we're capable of it and I think we're ready for it. And yeah, I think that's where we're at, but please let us know what you think. And thank you for sitting down with us and, and talking about this quick bite real fast. Yeah and stopping in thank you for sliding in for another quick bite and we will see you in the next one yeah and in our next regularly scheduled broadcast (laughs) bye bye